For ladies from across the world We have come just to give a word Come one, come two, come all Ride with us and we won't let you fall Loving God is what we've come to do Head of fighting queens, oh that's the Aloha Friday, beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of Edifying Queens. This is your girl, last but not least, and I will be your host for today. I just want to say thank you guys so much for tuning in with us today. And for the for our devoted listeners, we love and appreciate y'all. I am so excited to bring you guys into the month of December. Can y'all believe we are in December? Like we was just in November and now we're in December. And before you know it, we'll be in the new year of 2022. Man, the time is going by so fast. As you can as you guys can see from our title, for the month of December, we the edifying queens have decided that we are going to focus on the word discernment discernment the definition of discernment is this the ability to judge well the ability to judge well but before we move on i just want to go ahead and uh, pray us in this morning Spirit of wisdom and understanding, we call upon you to give us insight, foresight, and greater discernment. Open our eyes of understanding today so that we may know how to proceed, how to manage, and what to do. You are Counselor God. Direct our steps and lead us so that we are perspective and alert may we hear you speak concerning this matter discernment and that we go in with confidence as we wear it on our sleeves and around our neck and and in our heart we ask you lord that you raise up people to help us process and conclude lord we trust you lord to bring clarity to what we know and more information for what we do not know. We ask you for strategy and approach that will bring glory to you and an awareness of how to do what you speak to us, Lord. Lord, give us ears to hear and hearts that accept what you're saying to us regardless of how you speak May our decisions be informed by you and our results bring favor and structure to our life. We commit this to you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. You know, two main Greek words translated discernment are anacrino anacrino 
meaning to examine or judge closely. And the second one is theagrino, to separate, to investigate, to examine. Discernment is the ability to make discriminating judgments, to distinguish between recognize the moral implications of situations and courses of action. Discernment involves distinguishing the right from wrong, the primary from the secondary, what is essential from what is tribal, the good, the better, and the best. You know, the Apostle Paul speaks to our needs to discern when it comes to questionable things in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, 23. This is what it says. It says, he says, all things are lawful for me, but all things are not expedient, which is necessary. All things are lawful for me. But all things edify not, which is do not build up. Let no man seek his own, but every man another's wealth. That was from 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 23 to 24. The fundamental definition for a Christian of discernment is... A decision-making process in which an individual makes a discovery that can lead to future future action. A decision-making process in which an individual makes a discovery that can lead to future action. In the process of Christian spiritual discernment, God guides the individual to help them arrive at the best decision. Discernment is more than what we hear or see. It is given to us by the Holy Spirit. Wisdom, on the other hand, is God-given knowledge. Discernment is how to apply that knowledge rightly. Wisdom is knowing, but discernment is operating both on a much higher level. Let's look at the example of King Solomon, who was granted the power of discernment. And as many of you may have heard, I know many of you might have heard of this story, but I want to look at, look at the example of just how he operated this discernment, how he applied that knowledge rightly, how he operated both on a much higher level. So if you can turn with me to 1 Kings chapter 3, I'm going to be reading from the NLG, NLT, New Translation, New Living Translation version. Sorry. It says, verse 16, it says, Sometime later, two prostitutes 
came to the king to have an argument settled. Please, my lord, one of them began. This woman and I lived in the same house. I gave birth to a baby while she was with me in the house. Three days later, this woman also had a baby. We were alone. There were only two of us in the house. Verse 19, it says, But her baby died during the night when she rolled over on it. Then she got up in the night and took my son from, from beside me while I was asleep. She laid her dead child in my arm and took mine to sleep beside her. This was the first lady uh, talking about the second lady. And in the morning, verse 21, when I tried to nurse my son, he was dead. But when I looked more closely in the morning light, I saw that it wasn't my son at all. Then the other woman interrupted. It certainly was your son, and the living child is mine. No, the first woman said, the living child is mine, and the dead one is yours. So they argued back and forth before the king. Then the king said, King Solomon said, let's get the facts straight. Both of you claim the living child is yours. And it says that the dead one belongs to the other. All right, bring me a sword. So a sword was brought to the king. Then he said, cut the living child in two and give half to one woman and half to the other. Then the woman who was the real mother of the living child and who loved him very much cried out, Oh no, my lord. Give her the child, please do not kill him. But the other woman said, All right, he will be neither yours nor mine. Divide him between us. Then the king said, Do not kill the child, but give him to the, to the woman who wants him to live, for she is his mother. And 28 says, When all Israel heard of heard the king's decision the people were in awe of king of the king for they saw that the wisdom God has given him for rendering justice isn't that awesome that is an awesome story of how king De king solomon how he operates discernment and wisdom on a much higher level. And you can only get that when your face is bow low in the face of our Father. When we are humble when we are so humble to where everything is all about the Lord. It's not about you, it's about the Lord. We get that from the Holy Spirit by spending time reading, studying, 
and to spending time through prayer. That's how awesome our Father is. When we spend time learning about who He is, you will know that he, everything He does, He do and will do, or He does, is for your own good. We all have a measure of wisdom, but discernment comes from God. And we develop spiritual discernment by reading, studying, and spending time with God. The more we meditate on His Word and immerse ourselves in His Word, the more we become in tune with what His will is for our lives. We all have a measure of wisdom, but discernment comes from God. So I just encourage you, just keep seeking his face. Keep reading your Bible daily. Study. Go deeper into the word of God. And spend time praying. Asking him to speak to you. I want to go ahead and read uh, Proverbs chapter 1. 1 to 7. And I'm still reading from the NLT version. It says, first one, it says, These are the Proverbs of Solomon, David's king, I mean, David's son, king of Israel. Chapter, oh, sorry, chapter 1, first, Proverbs chapter 1, verse 2. Their purpose is to teach people wisdom and discipline, to help them understand the inside of the wise. Their purpose is to teach people to live disciplined and successful lives, to help them to do what is right, just, and fair. These proverbs will give insight to the simple knowledge and discernment to the young. Let the wise listen to these proverbs and become even wiser. Let, these who un let those with understanding receive guidance by exploring the meaning in, the, in these proverbs and parables, the words of the wise and their riddles. Fear of the Lord is the foundation of true knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and discipline. You hear that? The fear of the Lord is the foundation of true knowledge. But fools despise wisdom and discipline. So when we fear God, God will reveal to us the foundation of true knowledge. And that's how we're able to discern what's right from wrong. That's how we're able to, to discern how to operate in the eyes of the Lord instead of our own eyes. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Knowledge and wisdom are closely tied together in Proverbs. Knowledge tends to focus on the correct understanding of the world and oneself as creatures 
of the magnificent and loving God, while wisdom is the acquired skill of applying that knowledge rightly, or skill in the art of godly living. You know, God has been so, so good to me. And I know he has been so, so good to you as well. Many times we forget just how blessed we are. Because our God loves us so dearly. You know, the enemy is out here trying to take us down one by one. But little did he know that through Christ Jesus, we are victorious. And we become to know that more and more. And we become aware of that when we spend time reading, studying, meditating, and talking to Him on a daily basis. That's all um, God wants us to do. He wants us to seek Him daily. Because we are smart, then that's because we are God's masterpiece. But all he asks of us is that we go back to the, to the source, our main source, which is him. And the way he operates is through his love letter to us. So he has already given us everything that we need. But it is up to us to set aside that time. To spend time reading, studying His Word. So everything we need to know, y'all, is in His love letter to us, which is the Bible. I just have some scriptures that I just want to share with you guys. The first one is from Proverbs 9, 10. Which is kind of the same thing as Proverbs 1, 7 which says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the Holy One is insight. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 it says for the word of God is alive and active sharper than any double-edged sword it penetrates even to the divine soul and spirit joins and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Again, it's about the heart. It's about how, because everything we put in and comes back out is from our heart. And when we have a good heart, or in order for us to have a good heart, is when we spend time reading, studying His Word. Because what we put in to our system, into our life, will come out eventually. Philippians chapter 1, 9 to 10, it says, And it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment, so that you may approve with his what is ex, what is excellent and so be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. Thank you Jesus. Mm. Lord. 
Whew. Hallelujah, Lord. Our God is so good, y'all. I just can't get over how wonderful he is. Whew. Lord, have... Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Mm -mm. Thank you, Lord. Whew. Hallelujah, Lord. <sighs> so this week... I was so crazy because everything is just tying tied into this month like we have been studying our pastor had been preaching kind of similar to what we're gonna we're gonna bring for it to you guys this um, for the month of December but he's been really like his message is always on time have you guys ever um, when you think back and when you listen to a sermon or when you from your when you learn something from your quiet time and you're like hmm so what does this have to do with me right now but then later on down the line does you know like what you read about from your quiet time or you heard from um the sermon is like if, if it, it kind of like the Lord already know what's going to happen in the future, right? So he's like preparing, preparing you to um, to be aware, not just aware, but to be on alert and on guard to be able to share what you learn because you already, it's already in your heart. So um, last Sunday, um, pastor was, our pastor, my pastor was talking about the Lord will heal, add, and deliver you. So he was speaking from, um, I think it was, was it First King or Second King? It was in either First or Second King, but it was about Hezekiah, about how he sent um, Isaiah to basically tell him that his time was coming to an end like basically he was gonna die he was gonna he was sick and he was gonna die but to set his house in order before he you know basically passed away but hezekiah lord instead of getting mad and stuff he just went and prayed he just burst into pray and said lord but remember you're wonderful wondrous things remember what i did i was so obedient to you this and this and that so basically he was just telling god how how of a how awesome of a servant he was to the lord and how he was being obedient and he was being obedient to the lord and the lord remembered that so he told isaiah to go back and say um you know the lord will heal and will add more years to your life and he will deliver you and that doesn't even like um it doesn't kind of flow but i just wanted to share because so that's exactly how i was i was like okay lord so what is this gonna in my head i was like what is this gonna what does have this have to do with me but then later on that week I think it was on Tuesday. I was like cleaning around my house and 
I could hear all I said was text your friend text your friend and I haven't talked to this to this friend in like forever and I was like okay Lord what it like at first I didn't know that it was you know the Holy Spirit speaking to me but I was like it was I was cleaning and I was like I'm busy you know I get I'll text her later da, 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 da. I haven't talked to her in a while so I'll just text her later and then but it keeps saying text your friend and just see how she's doing text her text her text her so I was like I finally gave up and I was like I just sent a text like hey da, 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 da. you know like just seeing how you're doing so she texted me back like a little later and she was like I'm doing good but then as I was texting and I was gonna leave it at that but then it keeps like like I could hear like just keep pressing in pressing in last last pressing in so I was like how are you doing like how are you really doing though and then she shared with me a news that you know it's basically saying that she was sick and I was like wait what so I was able to, I remember the sermon and the message that I had learned on Sunday. So I was able to, you know, share with her and it, it blesses her. And she was saying thank you. But just being obedient to the Holy Spirit for us. That's why we have to be in our word. We have to stay connected to the word of God because... When things like that happens and you're like, okay, where was that from? But because it was still fresh, because I, you know, tend to go back and just review, review, go over it again and over it again. But because it was already in my heart, in my spirit, because, you know, I've learned, I've, um, it was given to me. That's why it's always good to be obedient by being being able to discern and not just discern but to be able to follow through and put it into practice that's why it's so good that when we study the word of God on our own also we just don't study it to just study it we have to study it and apply it to our life because it's a lifestyle it's not just hearing it and okay it's in my heart I know that but the Lord, that's how He, that's what He wants us to do, to put it in to our heart, meditate on it, and learn how to bring it back out. But we have to be in His Word in order for us to do His, to, you know, to basically, in order for us to go out there and share the good news. And that's why it's so important that we stay in his word by reading studying meditating on it and also just communicating back to god through prayer and not just that but to apply it to your life because it's a lifestyle <sighs> but i think that's all for now i know for sure that the beautiful queens are gonna come back the during the following weeks and they're gonna give you some more but I just hope that this blesses you guys as much as much as it has blessed me because God is still working on my heart and I'm not going to give up because it is a lifestyle like we said it's a lifestyle so no matter what you go through make sure that you just follow through 
reading and study even though even when you don't feel like it when you just play your music get started with a worship praise and then go into your quiet time it always helps but i love you guys with the love of the lord i hope that this episode brings you uh, something or that you take something away from this episode I love and I appreciate you guys and I will see you guys again um, next month. Stay blessed and happy holidays. I just want to come back here and give you guys an opportunity for those of you that don't have Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. I just want to let you know that it is not too late. According to Romans 10.9, it says that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So I just want to let you know that it is not too late. You can make that decision now. If you want, go ahead and say this uh, short prayer with me. Father, In the name of Jesus, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus. And I believe in my heart that you, God, have raised him, Jesus, from the dead. And I thank you, Father, that I am now saved according to the word of God. In Romans chapter 10, verse 9. And for those of you that are wanting to rededicate your life to Christ, say this sort of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I confess that I have sinned, and I thank you, Father, that you are faithful and just, and that you have forgiven me of my sins and cleansed me from all unrighteousness, according to your word in 1 John 1.9. In Jesus' name, I pray.